Hello and welcome to another episode of The Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. And I'm back doing interviews. It's been a while since uh, I did my last interview. I, I took a little break, but now we are restarting with a great guest, Sviata Bey. Welcome to the show. So happy to be here, especially after this long break for you. It's yeah. like an honor for me. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, you have the honor to be the star of the new season of the <laughs> WB interviews. It's really great. I've been seeing you around Twitter quite a lot. And uh, I thought, okay, I, I need to, to interview you. And uh, I'm super excited that you immediately accepted the invite. Uh, Sveta is the co-founder of uh, MakerBox, uh, which basically tries to solve probably one of the biggest challenges of indie hackers which is marketing, right? And there's a lot of memes and people just joking around, but myself, I've been doing the doing this for, I guess, more than a year now. And it's it's for sure true. Like marketing is the hardest things. It's what takes us the most time. And uh, people initially think that it's building a product or the design, whatever. No, marketing is really the hardest thing. So it's really cool. You have a lot of great suggestions in your guide for people that uh, that they can use in their own products and we'll be talking more about MakerBox and about your uh, own journey. But uh, yeah, let's kick things off with a small introduction about yourself. Who is Vieta? I started all this in the entrepreneurial thing uh, three months ago. It was uh, like May when we firstly thought about MakerBox with them. We are like a couple printers, if there is such a ah. word. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, But I still worked on my job. I was a project manager for about five years, I guess. Uh, it was like FMCG companies, e-commerce companies. In May, uh, we came up with the idea that we need to do something uh, for ourselves. Uh, we need to make a product that we like, that we think that... Uh, will be useful and uh, it won't be just like, you know, uh, like in many corporations uh, for just because your manager said it, let's let it be like that. Uh, So we started MakerBox on May uh, and since then we launched three tools, uh, three three resources already. And uh, well, I quit my job in in the end of June. And mm-hmm. since July, I'm working on MakerBox full-time with them. That's, that's great. Uh, so in May 2022, you decided to create something. And in June, or end of June 2022, so what is that? Two uh, months? Uh, about two months, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two months, you you decided to get That was super fast. There were some obstacles, uh, you know, I worked in a fintech company that works on Vietnamese market. And mm. uh, if I wanted to continue work there, I needed to move to Vietnam. And it is like a, quite a big decision to make. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we like one evening, we just sat and thought, well, does this risks <laughs> need to be done? Uh, do we need to move to like another part of the planet? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, well, probably start there our side hustle, or should we now stop this uh, thing with uh, our corporates and uh, do our like our yeah. product full time? So we just had no choice to make a choice <laughs> right yeah. uh, right at that time. But it, it does sound interesting to just move to Vietnam and it's it's cool yeah, there are so many indie makers there as well yeah, I mean, we have yeah. the, the reference Tony Dean right yeah, uh, yeah but there are many others um, yeah uh, you know we watched we watched so many videos about Vietnam and I really want to go there but I just don't want to work in a company and be yeah, in Vietnam yeah, yeah. so I hope that I'll visit it someday and tell me about this entrepreneurial passion because this seems to that that you like went from a product to quitting your job to even though that the 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 kind of the um, the decision was made for you when your company or was made by your company when they decided to move to Vietnam is is this something new to you to be an entrepreneur or did you try it before in 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 the past 
I never tried it before. Really? Uh, it w- yeah, it was <laughs> more about them. He uh, he worked in startups previously, okay. uh, so he has this entrepreneurial thing uh, mostly. Uh, and I worked in corporations in really huge corporations for for four years, I guess. So I I even didn't work in startups. I don't have mm. such experience. Wow. You know that corporations, all these big companies, they now um, try to do like startups inside uh, these corporations. Uh, So I was uh, in these fields for Mm. some time. So Uh. it's like, yeah, we are backed by corporation, but we are like super fast, super cool, super modern. Actually, it's not like that, but the positioning is like that. (laughs) So tell me more about that. I'm I'm curious because I'm always... Uh, interested in knowing how companies, big companies, try to still keep that startup feeling and, and try to innovate. Um, and you say that it's not really the same. So since you have experience at it, what, what are the biggest difference? Like, how do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I think that corporations uh, want to do it uh, because they want to experiment. Uh, they have a lot of money. Uh, they have hypotheses, ideas, mm-hmm. and they don't want to create, uh, for example, a big department uh, to test this idea. So they just hire, I don't know, uh, five, ten people to uh, make something. <laughs> you mm-hmm. uh, really have a lot of freedom uh, when you work in this uh, startup inside the corporation, but you still have a lot of, uh, well, you know, this uh, paperwork, uh, presentations that you remake for 20 times, uh, these uh, endless meetings with managers. You still have it, but also you have freedom. So not every decision is uh uh, comes from upper like management. talk yeah. to you, yeah, from mm-hmm. upper management. Uh, but you can suggest something, but you still need to go through all these uh, corporation processes. Right, right, got it. So it it's not as fast as they want you to be, or as a startup needs to be, right? Did, did you feel that it would sometimes small decisions, small feature implementation, small tests would take a long time? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had a really uh, funny thing. Uh, we made uh, like a platform, a B2B platform inside e-commerce store that works on B2C market. So mm-hmm. it was something new. We need to make like, uh, we need to attract another customers. We need to make another like profile and so on and so forth. Uh, so uh, my suggestion was to run user interviews because we need to understand uh, what small businesses buy, how do they want to buy, yeah, how do yeah, they want yeah. the shipment and so on. And I uh, told that, guys, let's go and do it. And uh, the upper management told that, uh, well, you you are not a specialist in this field. You don't have a degree. So we need to hire another people to make this. <laughs> and it was like, Wow. <laughs> You need to hire someone to do the user interviews. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. How long did it take to to hire someone? Uh, Well, I actually don't know because I left this company. (laughs) But uh, there was no such person in three months, uh, for sure. Three months. Yeah, yeah. And they they make it like so complicated. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, all you need is just, for example, find 30 small businesses, yeah, talk to them, understand their needs, yeah. uh, and that's all. It takes, well, if I do it full-time, I can make it in a week, for sure. Right, yeah. Uh, but uh, they make it like a really long process. For example, you uh, first make a scenario, then yeah. you align it with your first manager, <laughs> with your second manager. Uh, then you uh, find interviewees in a really hard way. You just don't uh, outreach people like I do, for example, uh, on LinkedIn, on Twitter. You just post, uh, for example, like uh, an opportunity somewhere. Right. And uh, and it takes so, so, so much time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. I, I also worked in a big company and... Even though they tried always to innovate, I also felt that, yeah, the processes were just in the way of innovation. You needed to follow the protocol for everything uh, and you need a completely different mindset. As a startup, you just need to, yeah, as you said, validate your idea, 
and get it running. And then you'll focus about the other things uh, afterwards, right? So yeah, it's it's interesting that you that you also noticed that. And and in your current uh, venture, let's call it like that way. So it's you and your partner, and your partner, what what uh, you are more marketing and project management, and he what what is his background? Introduce uh, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Dan was a co-founder. He was a CEO. Uh, he was responsible okay. for sales, for marketing, for okay. hiring, for a lot of things in a startup. It wasn't a tech uh, project, uh, so he he has like a really entrepreneurial background, I must say. Right, right. Um, and previously, he also worked uh, as a project manager, I guess. Okay. We worked in so, quite the same field. <laughs> so both of you have a similar background, right? So no, uh, no, no one knows how to code. No one has developer background. Uh, Dan uh, codes a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. Like we, we studied in university together and we had mm -hmm. uh, a Python course. <laughs> uh, he, he, he took it deeper. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I never wanted to continue this journey. <laughs> uh, so he knows how to code a little bit, but we, we don't use it now at all. Okay. So this is really interesting because I hear a lot founders or uh, people that want to f start their own projects and they always say, yeah, but I don't know how to code. I don't know how to make a product without coding and hiring developer is so hard. So I need to find maybe a, a partner. So it's always a big challenge for uh, founders that, well, they are not, if they are not developers. So this is a great example. I'm, I'm super curious to, to hear how, how you were able to make your, your tool, your product without knowing how to code or with little uh, knowledge about it. So let's, let's go back to the ideation phase. Who had the idea? How did the idea came to be? Tell me about that. Uh, this is a very exciting story. <laughs> uh, well, the, uh, I think it was next uh, evening when we decided not to move to Vietnam. And uh, we said and just thought, okay, we need to come up with something. Let's uh, like brainstorm ideas. Uh, I guess we had around 30 ideas. Uh, I hope that some of them will be alive. Uh, but when we collected these ideas, we understood that uh, to implement something, we need to spend like a lot of money because we need a tool for making videos. We need a tool to like making our products, making notes, mm -hmm. uh, introducing chats in our landing page, uh, hosting, like we need a lot of money to right. launch anything. Uh, so the first decision was uh, to, to make uh, MakerBox tools from this problem. We just understood that tools cost too much, and if we want to, if we want to bootstrap something, it uh, it isn't that cheap. It doesn't uh, mean that we just take zero money, make something, and we sell it. No, uh, you need to spend like I don't know, three hundred, two hundred dollars at least, I guess. Uh, so we decided to collect this list of free tools uh, with really great free plans uh, for solopreneurs, for small teams. And uh, like we validated this idea. We saw that uh, there are already some of these collections on Product Hunt. Uh, there are people who are selling curated uh, products. Uh, so we decided, decided to make it better <laughs> and try to sell it. That was our, yeah, our first product, our first idea. We came up with this problem ourselves and decided to yeah. to, to make it not a problem for others. <laughs> that was MakerBox. Uh, we have like different products inside MakerBox. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. So MakerBox is kind of a brand and then the idea is yeah. to, you have multiple products inside. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to not buy extra domains, you know? <laughs> One thing that I like about that, and I'm also kind of doing the same with the WB space, is that then all of your products kind of point to each other. So you can create an ecosystem of products that, yeah, for, for marketing is also a great a great way to do so. So it's it's great. Um, yeah, yeah. But I love it. I love it. So you're, you decided not to move to Vietnam, <laughs> which is okay. <laughs> and then, okay, what are we going to do? 
let's let's brainstorm ideas and you write down 30 ideas you decide okay but we need a lot of tool tooling around it let's help people find tools because that's our that's our challenge so let's let's solve that challenge tell me about that because now you still need a way to create a website to sell it um, were, were you already present on Twitter? Were you already in, in this indie hacking community? I'm not. <laughs> then was, but I was not a, on Twitter. I even didn't have a page, I guess. I started tweeted on July 1st. It was my wow. first tweet that I that I quit my full-time job. <laughs> but, but it's amazing because you have 1,820 followers. Yeah, How did it, it grow so fast? Uh I have weekly targets to gain followers. So I do, like, I post a lot. <laughs> I okay. engage a lot. Uh, at first, it was really hard to gain followers. Um, you know, uh, it's also about MakerBox tools a little bit. Uh, when we decided to make it, we understood that we need a no-code solution because we can't code, we can't make a site from a scratch. Right. Uh, yeah. And uh the thing that we knew is that there is no code. There are no code tools and they are quite popular nowadays. Mm -hmm. So uh, I decided to learn more about them. And I uh, found out, uh, found the hashtags to uh, 100 days of no code. Right. Yeah. And I enrolled this uh, free course. Um, didn't finish it, but I enjoyed <laughs> it a lot. <laughs> Uh, so this was the first hashtag when I, where I started to connect with people, uh, cause there were a lot of people who, uh, who share their experience, uh, their progress. And I just, uh, uh, engaged a lot. I wrote DMs a lot. <laughs> uh, it was about, I think 20, 30 outreaches a day, uh, because when cold, you have... Cold outreaches? You would just uh, not send cold. a message? Not, not cold, you know, we, we are, um, I connected with people who also joined uh, 100 days of no code. Right. So we had quite same interest. Uh, I supported them. They supported me. We commented on each other posts because uh, <laughs> it was like the same journey for us. Uh, and, uh, well, this is, this was the hardest part. I, uh, don't think that without outreaching, without writing DMs, I could grow so fast because, you know, you know, I had like five, ten followers, and well, who wants to follow an account who has five or ten followers? Mm. <laughs> uh, so I needed to make a personal touch. I needed to engage more so that I gained this uh, at least one hundred to be like at least a little bit visible on mm. Twitter. But so tell me, uh, I, I've I've seen that hashtag uh, a lot. One hundred days no code. I think some people in the community are also following that, but can you explain what this is? Uh, it's a project by Max. I, I don't remember the surname, um, but this is a really great project. Uh, he teaches people about no-code tools. Uh, I guess that now uh, there are another programs, but I enrolled an email course uh, where you get one email daily and you mm. uh, know more about uh, one no-code tool or just deep dive into the tool that you uh, learned in previous lesson. Yeah, yeah, that's an amazing format. Do you pay for it? It was free. Uh, I think that now it's a cohort-based uh, course, uh, mm -hmm. and it's not free, but it's quite quite cheap, if, I'm, if I remember. Okay, uh, okay. And so you start getting emails, and you start learning about different tools, and you start following their hashtag, and seeing other people posting and you comment on their posts. But how do you go from there to DMs? I just uh, saw that they also enrolled in course. Right. And uh, like, you know, you write this greeting, uh, happy that, uh, right. well, hey, my name is Sveta. I'm yeah. also in study in 100 days of no code. Uh, like, let, let, let's see each other's journey. It's something like that. Ah. Or even I reached people who had like a, a really further progress. They were, for example, in the 50th days, from the 30th right. day. And uh, well, I, I watched what they did and it was like very cool. I was on my second or third day and uh, it was inspiring that people can do it daily. Uh, even yeah. though it's like second month, third month, just wow. And they just wrote that. that that's inspiring. 
That's so interesting. That's so interesting. And and then you started chatting. Did you did you make friends? People that you still speak with? At, uh, yeah, today? yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I, so I think cool. I I don't engage with big accounts a lot. I just engaged with people who who I connected with uh, these yeah. days before two months ago. Yeah, I also try to engage with uh, big accounts, but it's mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, I think I do it just less than engaging with those accounts yeah. uh, which I connected uh, days ago. So this really shows the power of uh, being part of a community or a niche yeah. community, right? You really yeah. support each other and you learn so much from each other. Yeah. And so how did you like how did you pick the tool the the right tool to use to create makerbox we have like two main tools i think uh, uh -huh. uh, for makerbox tools we uh, had airtable right uh for makerbox frameworks our main like tool is notion right yeah. and uh, as for site we use type dream uh, i love type dream a lot <laughs> why why do you like it so much is it easy to use is yeah, it's really easy to use, and also they are startup, an early startup, and they have a good customer support <laughs> due to this thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, when when it is a corporation. Well, I've never used Canva, but let's example that Canva yeah. that also built site. I'm not sure whether I'll get uh, an answer fast and a very detailed answer. Interesting. Uh, and when I'm using Type Dream, I get uh, answers on the second day. Uh, you know, mm. if I think that well, it would be cool if they have uh, if they had uh, this feature. I just mm -hmm. can write it, and probably they will introduce it. Uh, and that's amazing part of uh, uh, like buying easy yeah, products. Yeah. Uh, the customer support is just amazing. So when when someone acquires your product, and I think that's that's the last part that we need to understand because we spoke about. Uh, the frameworks and and the tooling that you use to create the product, and now we need to speak about your distribution and uh, yeah, basically how can people acquire it? So I guess they can go through your website and acquire it from there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in our website, there is a link to Gumroad and so you uh, use we, Gumroad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We use Gumroad now. Tell me about it, Gumroad. What are your thoughts? Do you like it? Why did you decide using Gumroad? I like it a lot because uh, mm -hmm. it it like gave us an opportunity to make mm -hmm. such things. It's uh, easy to use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has its own commission, but you don't uh, need to deal with finance a lot. Yeah. You don't need to set up all these payments uh, things. Uh, and well, like we 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 are not making billions <laughs> now, so it's okay to pay the commission. Uh, and people trust Gumroad. Uh, yeah. I think th this is uh, also quite uh, important thing because uh, yes. uh, yeah, you you download free stuff from Gumroad, you buy things on Gumroad, you just uh, believe in this uh, mm. thing. We are not a corporation uh, which everybody knows, so we need to make uh, these trust points also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, first of all, we chose it because it was easy to use. Yeah, you just make a link, you just uh, download description, and he here you go. You can make yeah, your first yeah. dollar online. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the commissions are very high though. In the especially in the beginning, I know that they get reduced as you go, which is great. But uh, in the beginning, they are quite high. They are around like ten percent or something. Yeah, I think in the beginning it was about nine percent, but when we you reach one thousand, it lowers to seven percent, and when you reach ten thousand, and it lowers to five percent. So ten thousand in total, or ten thousand per per month? Uh, in total, in total. Ah, yeah. in total. Wow. Okay. Great. Did you already reach ten thousand? Yeah. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> So uh, th okay. that was a great milestone, <laughs> milestone yeah, to, I can to lower our commission from nine yeah. to five percent. <laughs> wow, it's a big, it's a big chunk. It's a big chunk. So, yeah. okay, I I guess we understand now the full uh, product, right? You have the tools. You have we understand the tooling. We understand the distribution. You use Gumroad. Again, everything was created without the need of any coding involved. Right, which is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. This is a great example for all the known developer founders out there. And and now 
it reaches the part which is the most important, which is also what you're trying to solve, which is marketing. You have a product, you have a distribution method, you have everything, but now you need to start selling and, and you need to somehow convince people and show to people that what you're selling can save a lot of time and really help them build their products. So how did you go with that? How did that process go? Uh, we have many distribution channels, of course. Okay. Uh, the main one is uh, Product Hunt. We launch our products on Product Hunt, but it's mm -hmm. not just uh, we build something and we go launch. Uh, no, launch is like quite a long process. Right. Uh, if we take it from the very beginning, we uh, like we make an early bird option when we sell like for a, for a really low price for people who uh, can buy the product without the product, uh, people who trust with us uh, because we launched uh, products before and mm -hmm. people who just uh, like the idea. Uh, so we give this opportunity uh, so that we um, have first users and we can right. get testimonials from them. Yeah. Uh, we can get social proof so that our site won't be just mm -hmm. <laughs> buy this because I sell this, uh, buy this because some people like it, uh, these people tried it, these people use it for that, uh, um, and so on and so forth. Uh, so this early bird option really helps us uh, get uh, social proof. Right. And yeah, makes also sense. these people, these people will support us on Product Hunt, and it really always works that way. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, that's a great tip. That's a great tip. A lot of people don't do it. Yeah. But, so basically, you you sell your your product for a very with a big discount, right? Yeah. You give the early about bird discount. Seventy percent, I guess. Seventy percent. It's, it's it's really big discount. <laughs> Which is great for the people buying it, and it's great yeah. for you for two reasons. First of all, you are still asking for money. Which is still a yeah. barrier that if people don't like it, they will never cross that barrier. Even if it's one dollar, they don't want to yeah. give your credit card. Yeah. And second, as you said, testimonials, right? Yeah. Now, when you sell it for for the normal price, you can say, "Hey, these hundred people or even ten people are already using it, so it works as social proof, right?" Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, it's social proof, and secondly. Uh, we get feedback and we can make the product perfect. Uh, it's not right, just uh, exactly. like yeah. yeah, the feedback is really is always really great. Uh, yeah. We we made uh, the last feedback iteration recently on MakerBox workbook. Uh, we are closing uh, early bird option today and we are mm -hmm. launching on Thursday. Uh, so I asked uh, early birds how was the product. Uh, mm. did, uh, not the product, but demo version of product. That, that's how it works. We just send, we ask for the feedback, then we collect all this feedback. Uh, uh, we think uh, about uh, what do we need to change. Mm. And then we change it to make the product perfect, not only as we see it, but also as our customers see it, right. as users see it. Uh, for example, uh, this uh, time uh, I had two comment comments that... Uh, it could be, it would be better if there were some examples and we right. added these examples so why why not adding this if people who already bought this product need them it means that everybody else also will need it probably yeah yeah, yeah and that's that's the um, that's definitely the beauty of notion right because people have if you download the pdf uh, it's that's it you have the pdf and it does not update itself whereas notion is always updating it so it's yeah. really great one question though Notion, there's no way to make a Notion page private or, or you can make it private, but then there's no, no way to automate the process of inviting people. How did you handle this? Did you just like, you know, accept that the link is public and expect that people won't share it between themselves or do you have any other strategy behind it? Uh, we just accepted, uh, frankly. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think that it's quite a big problem. We, we don't sell a $1 million solution, $1 million yeah. product. Uh, the price is uh, under $15, $50, so it's not a big deal to buy it for people. It's like mm -hmm. a impulse, uh, an impulse purchase. Yeah. So it's probably easier to buy than to search for a free solution. Yeah, uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, no, no, makes sense. I I have my own guide as well, and uh, I also accepted it. It's it's much easier. Um, okay, so you do you your first distribution is uh, through after you, of course you do your prep. 
it's through um, Product Hunt, which worked really well already for you, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So can you can you go your first launch? Can you tell us a little bit how did it go? How many upvotes you got? Like what was your position, and how much money did you make? Yeah, uh, the first product was uh, Microbox Tools that we launched in Product Hunt. Uh, we got second product of the day. Yeah, wow. and I I think we got around two thousand uh, dollars that uh, into two days after launch. I think okay. it's it was around that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that was a really good uh, result for us. It, it made us understand that we can be ramen profitable, which is mm-hmm. also great. Um, so uh, we prepared for the launch a lot. It was uh, it was the first launch for me. Uh, Dan had an experience with launching on Product Hunt because he worked in a startup which which also launched about like two months ago before we launched. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so he knew a little bit about it, and uh, we just uh, followed the strategy. Uh, we we just did whatever we can do. <laughs> uh, it was hard, but we I, I think that that day we outreached uh, like uh, every person who we know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, on Product Hunt because mm-hmm. um, it was like the first launch. It yeah. was hard. I even didn't have a Twitter account. I just couldn't write to anybody and share anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But still, second product of the day, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, thank you. How, how many followers does Dan has on Twitter? Is it a big account? Uh, I guess now he has around 3,000. But 3, when we launched... When we launched, he had around well four four hundred, I guess, or three hundred. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was a really small account uh, wow. that day. But still, great result, and and you got two uh, k in the first, uh, basically during the launch. But then my question is, you launch, and then you can see a peak, right? It's normal, but then it starts going down. And the yeah. thing is, for you, you se- you sell you don't sell a su- subscription, right? So you sell it once, and that's yeah. it. How do you make sure that after your launch, you keep having new people coming and acquiring your your product? What other marketing channels do you use? Uh, now, uh, well, the first channel that I can name is uh, Twitter, of course. Uh, yeah. A lot of people come from Twitter, but that day we didn't have this channel at all. Right. Uh, we were uh, active on platforms. Uh, we we split uh, the platforms between us. Uh, okay. I am active on Product Hunt. I uh, participate in discussions. I yeah. post discussions. I well, you know, uh, on Product Hunt you have quite um, an easy way to a little bit promote your product. Uh, you write uh, well. You ask a question. Uh, right. You write about your experience with your product, uh, insert a link and ask uh, for other people's uh, experience. Right. And when they see this discussion, they uh, read everything that you wrote. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes they click to your link, sometimes they buy, uh, sometimes they just uh, write their opinions, but you still show up, you still promote your product. So uh, my platform to like weekly enjoy or uh, engage uh, in these discussions. Uh, well, sometimes it's uh, something for promotion. Sometimes I just just participate in discussions because I like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so my platform is Product Hunt, and Dan is active on Indie Hackers. He posts right. here a lot, and on <laughs> he tried Reddit, <laughs> but it was a pain. Yeah. <laughs> An absolute pain. I didn't even try it. I just uh, received all this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, I totally uh, get it. But you know, I've been getting also a lot of um, a lot of complaints because I did. I've never used a product hunt for that. I, I can see, for instance, one of your threads here with forty-four upvotes, where you basically say, "I'm I'm uh, Sveta Bay. I launched three products on Product Hunt in three months ago, three months, and got two thousand upvotes and." 13k ask me anything right so this and then you kind of describe and you have links and everything and then you have a lot of engagement which is great and in in uh, product hunt you can also do something similar um where you either comment on people or you you write your own post and i was doing that very heavily it was working really well i have to be honest like a lot of people was clicking but like some people were really upset really upset they're like yeah you're a spammer um so then like 
everyone, like a lot of people got super upset at me on, on, uh, on Indie Hackers because of that. Uh, but it was really shitty for me because, of course, I love the community. I, I don't want people to see me as the spammer. But also stopping that means stopping my sales because that was my only source of, uh, of user, of traffic, more mostly. I also have Twitter and a little bit of SEO, but mostly that. Um, do you worry about that? Do you worry that uh, if these platforms fail on you, if, if people start like uh, labeling you as a spammer, this might affect your uh, future revenue? Uh, not, no, no, it absolutely doesn't worry me because, uh, well, we are working on SEO now. Uh, we write uh, articles to our blog and mm -hmm. the long term, this, I hope, will be our main channel. Right. Uh, yeah. Now we use uh, channels that, uh, well, like open to us. Uh, I know that indie hackers community hates links and everything self-promotional. Like Reddit hates it at all. One hundred percent. Yeah, Reddit is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> indie hackers is a little bit uh, more uh, open to like see the link. Uh, uh, sometimes they are not, but sometimes they just can. Yeah. Okay. That's that's not bad. And uh, on Product Hunt, there is uh, no such thing as, uh, like, you prohibited to promote your product with the link, never do it. It's just uh, open. Probably it's just not closed yet. <laughs> yeah. So you, you must give it a try. <laughs> I will. I will for sure. How often? So you do it, you do one, you post a question once per week. Is that it? Uh, I post, I guess, uh, two or three questions per week. Uh, one uh, with the links. Uh, on some products. Uh, well, for example, last week uh, I uh, insert a link of our workbook uh, website that mm. we are like today uh, we are collecting all the feedback and uh, make uh, final changes. But mm. I asked for the feedback on my website uh, and still it had like 300 clicks because uh, people uh, they want to give feedback, but they must. They need this link yeah, <laughs> to yeah, see yeah. the site, so yeah. they just go there. They give feedback, and some of them uh, actually buy it. Yeah, it's, that's it's, also it's link. Amazing. But wow, yeah. why? Why is it bad? <laughs> it's not bad yeah. at all. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's bad as well. Um, but there's people that do, and I I kind of understand, you know, because in these platforms, the reason why you are in these platforms, so of course you want to connect, of course you want to meet other indie makers. But one, one of maybe 60 or 70% of the reason we are there, I would assume, is, is also to get sales. Or, or would you not be there? Would, do you think you would use Product Hunt as much if you, you didn't have uh, your product? Make uh, well, um, it's a hard question for me because we, we make products for solopreneurs, for exactly. indie makers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, too, I just get... And I just can't be out of Product Hunt. So I, I just think uh, that I take all uh, all the resources that, that I can take from Product yeah. Hunt. Of course, I even if I couldn't insert links, I would be active here. Well, I need to... Uh, Make a link, like, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to get points on Product Hunt. Uh, also, some people convert to Twitter, uh, mm -hmm. where we, for example where we can uh, connect, where we can DM, mm -hmm. where, where we can like come up with something. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a place where I meet uh, people who, are, who do the same thing, first mm -hmm. of all, and secondly, who are my target audience. Uh, like, this is exactly what, for whom we are building this product. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes so e even if I couldn't uh, promote it here, I would just uh, like interested in user interviews or yeah, in, in, in yeah. well, when I'm asking for the feedback, I'm really asking for the feedback. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, yeah. I, ma I make I make these changes. I don't just yeah. insert my links so that I get clicks, so yeah, that I get sales. Course. No, the ma the main thing is well, I really need this feedback because yeah. I will sell this product and I need it to be easy to understand my, yeah. my website. Yeah, it's our community, and we we make money from the community, and we are members of the community as well. Right, like we we want to meet others. So yeah, it's it's a it's a, definitely I, I totally see your point because I'm I'm doing exactly the same. Um, yeah, so, you, and, you definitely understand the point. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and and uh, I I also I I've been trying to focus more on SEO and other ways of like I call it passive marketing. Um, 
because I think that's really the future. It's something that I I should have started earlier on, and it's great that you're already starting it because you're so early in your journey that it's it's really really amazing. Um, one thing that uh, kind of to to understand now, you you both I guess quit your jobs. Are you both full time in the yeah. okay MakerBox? So you both full time in MakerBox and. You're, you're, you're great because you're already making you already make 13k which is amazing uh, so I guess you you don't have a lot of anxiety uh, because for me I haven't made that much so <laughs> I've been doing this for a year so uh, I get much more excited there's a lot of people also that get much more anxiety around it but yeah tell me what was the big difference you know you quit your job and now what like do you start feeling anxious did you start feeling okay I need to work 100 hours a week um, are you able to somehow disconnect and and uh, you know live your life together as a couple and, and not think about work or like how do you manage that uh, well I, I don't think that I'm taking it uh, as a like job uh, which I I'm taking like this time I'm working this time we are not working and we are not discussing work uh, that's absolutely not like that uh, it's always exciting to like uh, I don't know, to go out uh, in the evening and brainstorm in a fancy atmosphere about future products, about the needs, about what do we need to do. Yeah. It's like, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, really, gr gr it's suited great in our lifestyle yeah. and uh, we, we don't uh, feel any anxiety at all. Um, we felt the anxiety when we started because we mm -hmm. didn't have much savings and uh, we we prepared uh, not to have uh, a dollar for six months. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but when then when we got our first money after Product Hunt launched, we understood that, okay, if we can make money, then we can make money. <laughs> yeah. So we just set the target. We understand that we need to build. We build yeah. that uh, user's need and well, why won't it work? Because, uh, you know, we are not, um, we didn't try to build SaaS as our first product because we don't understand our audience. We, we don't know a lot about the problems. We firstly need to launch like this uh, content product. So we need to understand the users better. We need to understand the problems. We need to validate that people are ready to buy it. And mm -hmm. only then we can uh, spend like, I don't know, I don't know uh, three months, four months building uh, mm. with our uh, passive income from products that we already launched. Right. So right. Th this was the idea. So, uh, of course, if we decided to launch SaaS first, it was like uh, an absolute anxiety. Will it, uh, will it go well? Will yeah. people buy yeah. it? Uh, and even if we, for example, sell it for like $10, we need at least uh, 200 people to be running profitable and that's yeah. just crazy 200 customers in one month how to find them um so we just didn't start with risky products uh we started with the products where we uh, see the pain uh where we see the need and where we where we uh feel ourselves as uh, like experienced people who can share their knowledge their yeah. experience uh, and so on Yeah. We, we just didn't start with uh, risking. Makes uh, sense. We started with something that we know. <laughs> you start with something that would produce money fast. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, absolutely. And then, yeah, and that that makes total sense, and, and definitely it's working. How how yeah. how many hours do you work per day? Would you say? Uh, it depends. It depends a lot. Uh, we can work uh, like. 12 hours a day if it's like a launch day or yeah, we need yeah. to deliver something really fast for example this weekend uh, we uh, yeah this weekend we work the whole weekends because we today we sent a workbook and we needed to, to yeah. finish it to make it perfect uh, so these two days uh, weekdays were full of work and today we uh, we didn't make quite a lot <laughs> we just uh, well yeah sent it and now i'm on podcast yeah. and it's quite a like vacation holiday for yeah. me <laughs> so it really depends we make our own schedule but in average we definitely work more than we worked in uh, companies yeah um, okay I that's, guess. A good, that's a good uh, yeah i was about to ask ask that 
I guess it's about uh, 50, 60 hours a week. Mm. It depends on week, but wow. it's uh, definitely okay. more. But it's it's really hard to calculate because like I treat Twitter like a job. Uh, yeah. I don't treat it like a just social network exactly. when yeah, I chat yeah. with my Same. friends. It's both. It's weird because it's both, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I chat here with like uh, people about nothing about MakerBox in yeah. DMs sometimes, but also I need to post daily so that Twitter don't shadow ban me yeah, <laughs> and so on. Yeah, I totally get I spent time there. It's, uh, it's more than an hour, definitely. Uh, yeah. So h- how to name it? It's not just pure work where I, yeah. where I just, you know, To be honest, if we, put, if we put Twitter as part of my job, then I would like put a lot of hours because I wake <laughs> up, that's the first thing I, I, yeah, I checked and yeah. I go to bed, that's the last thing I check. So <laughs> yeah, it's Twitter. That, that, and I totally understand, like for us, it's, it's, it's mixed. Uh, it's work and, and pleasure at the same time. And, and yeah. you just said that you, you work more now. Uh, than previously, but is it worth it so far? I mean, it's only been a few months, but is it worth it quitting your job? Like, is the thrill uh, and the energy that you get much better than working for for other companies? Or like, do you still think maybe I will go back and work for others in the future? Uh, Yeah, I absolutely enjoy uh, this all in the entrepreneurship thing. I absolutely will never come back to corporations. Uh, well, probably if I will have a huge need, at least I'll consider start up. But I really don't want to go back there. I enjoy doing what I like. Uh, I enjoy doing what I want. Uh, the best thing is that I can come up with ideas that I want to implement, not just like. Yeah. That somebody told me I need to do yeah, it. Uh, yeah, well, totally and that, it's yeah. not completely sure. Well, you know, in one co- corporation where I worked, we launched the site. Uh, we uh, built it with a consulting company for one year. One year of building without like any launching everything. Uh, it was like fully waterfall structure. We built it step by step. And uh, after a year, we launched it and, well, it was awful. <laughs> there yeah. was absolutely no need, but we spent a year building something that users won't need. Um, but uh, the corporation was quite okay with the results. That's just something they needed. And uh, it's like so dissatisfying in the yeah, end. I, uh... Uh, you just put a lot of effort, you work over time, you, you care about it. But in the end, okay, we have a tick. We made this project because our top managers told us to do it. Uh, so let's uh, celebrate it. Uh, well, during our dinner, we will order some pizza. Such a great yeah. day. Th- that's just frustrating. You spent a year building something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I think you just nailed uh, one of the big frustration of working for big corporates, which is like you you work, but you, you don't see your uh, the impact of your work. Yeah, yeah. So, and then like spending a whole life building stuff where you don't see the impact can be really frustrating for, for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I uh, worked uh, in companies for four years, but I changed companies yearly. I didn't uh, work yeah, more than yeah, a year yeah. in one company because I just, okay, I made a project. I, okay, everybody's satisfied. I'm not at all. So yeah. I need to change the company. It's always like <laughs> and that. And it was, yeah. it, uh, I think if I didn't quit uh, the company, I will just change the companies every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people do that. A lot of, in the tech world yeah. nowadays, a lot of people do that, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And you, now, uh, uh, now I don't have such problem. Uh, yeah. We just come up yeah. with ideas quite often. Yeah. We, we come up with ideas by talking with uh, our users, with people who like con- connect with us on Twitter. And it's like, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, have you met other uh, f- female um, indie hackers? Uh, I'm not sure about indie hackers. Uh, or like but... pe- entrepreneurs, because uh, the, the reason why I asked this is that I always find that this is still very like male dominated. Like there's yeah, so yeah. many more uh, men in the indie hacking Twitter and everything. 
Um, so yeah, that's why that's why I was wondering if you like you know some others like if you get support or or like hang out in on Twitter with other uh, women uh, makers. Yeah, yeah, I connected. Uh, I connected with Elsie. Uh, she has a an app about uh, fitness and also a habit tracker. I guess we we, we talk a lot uh, with Christine. Uh, Christine has a newsletter, uh, mm. and she, she she is a writing person. Yeah, but um, I guess that's all. Uh, well, of course, I did have, I had a small conversation with other makers, but uh, mm. I remember a deep conversation with uh, these people. Yeah. Is there, do you have any, and, and sorry to put you on the spot here, but do you have any suggestions or ideas how uh, we can motivate more women to like, kind of follow the indie hacking journey and like somehow balance a little bit more the the gender in our community mm, i'm not sure whether we need to uh, like motivate somebody to do something uh, mm. if uh, they don't need it uh, right. but but if they need it of course i i think that uh, there must be something uh like to to make this journey yeah, easier yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i i saw uh, frankly speaking, I saw some communities for indie girls, uh, yeah. indie makers, uh, yeah. but I, I'm not, um, well, I don't have time to participate, to really participate in communities because uh, like we work for 50, 60 hours and, uh, um, well, I believe that communities are uh, more uh, an essential thing for people who don't get a straight feedback, just they can't get uh, a feedback right now. But mm. as I'm working with them, we are also uh, sharing our thoughts. Uh, mm. We are also giving feedback to each other. So we don't have such pain. So right. for, for us, this community will be like a vitamin uh, where we, uh, like, uh, for example, uh, join, uh, where we read something, but uh, we just don't have time to participate because we have Twitters, we have like indie hackers, product hunt, and this right. is a lot. <laughs> if yeah. I put all my uh, energy in these platforms, I just end up doing nothing because like I I'm so exhausted communicating yeah. and chatting. <laughs> um, so, but these people who don't have a co-pilot, a person who they can, um, who can give a feedback like yeah. really fast and straight, uh, I guess community is like an amazing choice uh, mm -hmm. where people have the same interests and they can support you and they can give you a feedback and you can give a feedback also and you develop yourself faster, you develop yeah. your startup faster. So uh, I just don't have this problem. For these people, it's a painkiller. For me, it's a vitamin. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, but also in general, why why are there communities only for women like why isn't better to just join a mixed community uh i agree with you on this point mm, <laughs> I, yeah. I really agree with this with you on this point because uh, well i don't think that there should be like any division at all yeah because uh i i don't think that uh, like women need something extra some yeah. uh, i don't know some well extra group. knowledge extra mm -hmm. support extra information extra anything uh just well why <laughs> why yeah. is this belief even exists i just don't understand yeah. Interesting. Uh, i i consume information like every other person yeah, <laughs> i yeah, just yeah, yeah. need like this community yeah. that for everyone not for a particular group of people mm. why did you do you have any friends that by seeing your example somehow asked you like, hey, uh, I wanna I wanna do that, Sveta. How can I do it? How can I start? Uh, do you, do you are you like a role model already? You feel you're a role model for uh, your uh, your friends, female or, or male friends? Uh, I get some DMs, uh, well, asking to share my journey, to even to like uh, make something for MakerBox for free, but uh, I. Mm, I always share my journey, but we just make MakerBox uh, without any further help. So mm. it's just our policy. We we don't take people to mm. like to 
to support our product, right. especially for free. I don't mm. think that any help, any entrepreneurship, uh, any first-time job should be free. That's just crazy. Ah, so you have people asking to work on MakerBox for free? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they, they say, they, they write me that they even don't need money. They just need uh, That's cool. to get... Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, but uh, I don't want to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't them, want them to do it because it's just uh, not okay to offer job for free. Uh, if you don't uh, feel the value of your job, it's uh, something that you should work with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, as for friends, my one friend, uh, yeah, she, she works in an ad tech uh, startup, and mm. she. She decided to develop her personal brand on LinkedIn, so oh. we, we we are yeah we are working on it also a little bit. And and your um, yeah your example in that case somehow motivated her to do that. Yeah, yeah, she she she's like a coach to people who want to go into tech. So I think that's the best uh, thing to do is to go to LinkedIn and write yeah. about it, to share some products, to make some products, to appoint consultations, like. Yeah. amazing thing to do That's great. um as a last question what what are your goals uh until the i don't know the next year let's say what, what are your goals wow next year <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> we have we have monthly plannings and i think that's uh, like until the end of the, the year okay let's make it easier the end of the year um First of all, we are planning to go to Asia. Oh, <laughs> that, Vietnam. That be, uh, not Vietnam yet. <laughs> Indonesia, Bali, like every entrepreneur in the Yeah, obviously, you need to do yeah. that. And Lisbon. You also need to come here to Lisbon. That's also part yeah, of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think uh, like to move there in the end of October uh, to see how it's going. Uh, we want to. Uh, make a small agency about building landing pages because uh, we think that we are quite good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Our products uh, uh, have sales, mm -hmm. uh, so we we can make a good copy, we can make good visuals. So now I'm learning uh, uh, Webflow uh, to make it perfect, uh, and I want to like make a transition of MakerBox from Type Dream to um webflow because it's it's more it's more complicated it has more features it's mm. uh it's more flexible let, let it say right. so so probably one of the things that we will do is uh like uh, an engine agency that helps uh, that builds uh landing pages mm. uh, of course we will go on with makerbox products and uh we have also some ideas, but they need validation first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to share it <laughs> now, but yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it will be quite soon. I guess as soon as we launch uh, MakerBooks workbook, it will be on Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, then we will try to validate our next idea. And if it goes well, wow, uh, so we great. will have another launch <laughs> in October. <laughs> Do you have any monetary goals? Um. The classic MRR. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we want to reach 10k monthly uh, in January, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that's great. So, that's amazing. You are that, on your, that's on your not way. an easy. It's not easy. No, it's definitely <laughs> and that I know. <laughs> that I but know. we will try to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, and uh, yeah, Sveta, it was a pleasure speaking with you. By the way. Um, you are also one of the judges of our demo day, the WB yeah. demo day that will happen in October. So that's super cool. Thank you again for accepting that uh, invitation. And, Very excited uh, about it. <laughs> yeah, I think you, people will learn a lot from you. We already have the three judges lined up, so that's great. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for for sharing your journey and uh, sharing about MakerBox. It's it's super exciting journey and I'm super excited as well to see how it goes and how it grows in the next uh, months. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks a lot for inviting me. It was a pleasure to talk with you. It was my first experience with podcasts, so it's really exciting. Oh, cool. And you started I... in the best podcast of Hindi. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, with no doubt. <laughs> yeah, with no doubt. Um, yeah, so I will also share your um, your Twitter profile on, um, on the show notes. 
For everyone listening, you can go to makerbox.club. Again, the link will also be in the description. So, and anything else you want me to share? Uh, do you wanna do you wanna say something as well for people to follow you, or are these uh, links enough? I think we spe- we have a special uh, code, a discount code with you know, on Makerbox on Makerbox frameworks or tools. You have you have it, but it's only for. Uh, well, it's only for the WB members. It's only for the community. Ah, okay, okay. Got it. <laughs> so if you want to get a discount, join the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know, maybe we can do something as well for the listeners. If you're up for that, we, we yeah, can do that. I'll think about it. But it's better to join, to join community and receive yeah, all this for, discount. For me, it's better, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so thank let's you. keep it in community. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you want to get the super good discount, go to the gender the booby space um yeah thank you very much it was a pleasure thanks a lot thanks a lot Diego. and this was another wannabe entrepreneur if you want to listen to other episodes including awesome interviews go to wannabe-entrepreneur.com slash episodes if you want to become a member of the wb space which is a community for starting bootstrappers people like you and me trying to reach profitability with our projects it costs ten dollars per month and you also get access to makerbox discount and a bunch of other great discounts and uh, yeah i wait for you there there's also merch there's uh, a lot of ways for you to support this podcast you can tweet about it you can send me a dm with ideas so anyways so the links will be all in the show notes This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you next time.